All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. So, Feliz Nueve Año, and... Uh, I mean, is it really happy New Year? <laughs> like we we have like 2020. Um, I'm not quite sure if we took out all the trash in 2020. So, you know, I just gotta like really kind of pace myself here with what I'm saying because this is really about the New Year's resolutions that I don't even know were completed or not. Like I don't know if you all completed your New Year's resolutions from the last five years. You know, like I was, you know, health, wealth, relationships, you know, what was it that, you know, we put out into the universe that we begged and cried and fasted and 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 stressed over to God that you prayed for at the altar? Like, what did you beg for? And and did you get it? Like, that's my question. Did you get it? (laughs) So. You know, for today's podcast, I want to talk about New Year's resolutions because, you know, health, wealth and prosperity um, emass and engulf a lot of things. Did I just make up a word emass? Well, engulf is a word, right? (laughs) Isn't it a mass? (laughs) So, yeah, I'm just making up words in 2021. Hey, it's my world. I can do whatever I want. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, let's make it plain. (laughs) New Year's resolutions. Did you did you get what you were asking for from from big bad great old New Year's resolution? The the god of New Year's resolution. You know, did Santa bring you a New Year's resolution? Um, you know, ultimately is is what I'm wondering and you know, and and you don't have to answer that question right now. You might still be working on it. I wanted to lose 50 pounds. I wanted to make sure that when I get back and get my health screening that it says you know, the, the cancer is in remission, or I want to make sure that when I go, you know, to the doctor this time, they tell me I can get off of my medication or, you know, when I go to my mental health, uh, uh, guide or, or, uh, shrink or whomever it is that's, you know, been helping me through the, the darkest points of my life. They tell me, you know, well done, thy good and faithful servant, you know, <laughs> I, I, I want to level up. I want to do well. And health is not just what you can see. A lot of times people understand it's what you can't see. You can have an invisible disability and it shuts you down. It might be internal. Like and, and, and like, please sympathize with me. Understand when I say invisible disability, I don't mean, um, you know, something that people are making up. I had a friend of mine was going through something, you know, kind of rough and strong migraines, heavy nausea, blackouts, comas, and being rendered senseless into the hospital for days. And, you know, this this is a woman who's, you know, raised children beyond what we would, you know, say is impossible and now has them getting scholarships and and money from high up Ivy League even schools. So invisible disabilities can shut you down. You're you're not going to see it. Yeah, they walked into the the store just fine, but they might not walk out just fine. They might need help. 
and you're just looking at them with you know their makeup or you know how good they look and their outfit not realizing like man like stuff is shutting down you know so if your new year's resolution was a bond with yourself where you were saying in a nutshell i'm gonna be good with this now i'm gonna be strong with this now and i'm gonna be better than whatever it was that tore me down now i I hope you got it and you know that's the part it's you know it's 2021 now and we had to go through a whole 2020 just to get to it with coronavirus politics health business on top of all the other stuff that you were already doing so i don't know what it was that you were you know keyed on or and focused on and, and what it was that ultimately you wanted in your health in your wealth or your relationships i don't know what it is that you know you wanted to be better but i'm gonna start with those relationships first like Let me please start with that first, because this is something that I'm seeing in even my family tree where, I mean, you're looking at these people and you identify them by what they did financially, not necessarily the impact that they had on people um, going forward, which is the greatest impact. Try telling me who's going to eat your food at your restaurant if there's no people. Try telling me Who's going to buy and, and, and sell your products if there's no people? You show me who's going who's gonna to use and enforce your rules and regulations if there's no people. And then the most important thing about those people is the relationships. That's why we have customer service. And if you ask me, like, we haven't done enough to invest in quality service with our companies here in America. Like, we, we've used and abused each other so much that we... We can't even afford to hire our own people. And I get it. Hey, people get mad. You're shipping jobs overseas and shipping jobs overseas and doing this and doing that. Well, a lot of that happens because of relationships. We get so high and mighty up in ourselves that we don't understand, like, the the golden rule, treat others as you would like to be treated, gets pushed aside for someone's agenda, for the way someone feels about how you need to respect them, how you need to reference them, and how you need to talk to them. It's relationships. Relationships are everything. And the the thing that makes me laugh, the people that understand this the best are wealthy. The people that understand relationships the best are wealthy. I'm not saying they're good people. I'm not saying they're bad people. But you've got groups of people, they call them the top 1%, They understand how to invest in tomorrow. And one of the greatest investments you can ever make with tomorrow is understanding the little bitties, the little children, the kids in front of you that are going to take over your company one day. You know, I think one of my best examples, um, if you look at the Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles story, you don't have to teach anybody anything. But here you have this rat teaching uh these turtles these mutant turtles all these skills and abilities and then teaching them so well that they have their own identity split into you know four people like who does that you know what i mean (laughs) so another one cobra kai if you don't teach the art like really look at this all these martial artists 
and and all these amazing uh, uh, moves that they do, it all died. It rose up. It, it like like the, it, it's so frustrating to me to see this. All the martial arts and all the hype, it rose up to a point where I want to say, like Wesley Snipes was like the end of it as far as like the martial arts actors um, for me. And now they're just straight to video. They, they were straight to video before Netflix. <laughs> they're just straight to video, straight to DVD, um, you know, straight to Netflix. Um, they just died out. And none of these, at no point, well, they started doing it. My boy, Michael Jai White, he did it. Did they have collaborations? You've got to work together. If you don't work together, your product will be obsolete. Nobody uses VCRs or CD players anymore. And if your company didn't jump into the next wave and jump on what all these 17 year olds are doing now, you're not gonna make it. Like nobody wants to see some guy take his shirt off with a six pack and beat up poorly trained fighters. Like nobody wants to see that anymore. We want the UFC. We want Amanda Nunez. We want uh, 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 Israel Adesanya. You know, we want uh, all those guys, that Donald Cerrone, and, you know, we, we want that. We want to see the best, fight the best, and we want to cheer for them the same way we've done in, in football and basketball and all that. Like, it, it has waves and generations to it. So relationships are so key because you're developing – uh, 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 a root system you're developing roots at that point that will dig down deep and be shade and, and a, a peaceful moment for somebody later on in the future and, and that, that's what like Warren Buffett explained really well he said that people are sitting in the shade and and enjoying that cool air on a hot summer day because of a tree that someone planted 20 years ago and, and I reference, you know, the trees in my yard all the time because I absolutely love them. They're gorgeous. Um, we've got a couple autumn blaze maples. And no, you don't need to know what kind of tree it is. But I can tell you after a couple years watching these bad boys grow and just loving on them. And I even put a birdhouse in one. They're just magnificent. Watching a tree grow is it's not the same, but. It's very similar to watching a child grow because like you watch them go through all four seasons every year. Now I've watched four years, four and five years of seasons. And it's like when that first leaf sprouts out, it shows you once again that those roots grew deep enough. Those roots were, were well off enough and, and buried deep enough that they could absorb and, and reserve that water and retain it well enough to come back another year and sprout out that first leaf that that channel is open it's it's gonna make it so yeah you know you might see a leaf or a twig but it, it you know drop off but it stays together really well so now we're looking at this leaf this one little leaf sprouting out then the others come and that's what, March, March and April, you get April showers. And that it, it, I had a friend explain this to me. That's when the year actually starts. 
if nothing's growing, the year hasn't actually started. Like, what are you really banking on? Like, you're still in hibernation mode. So once that first leaf, once everything starts growing, the life comes back. The birds come back. And yeah, it's raining and it's a little crazy. And if you're in the Midwest, you know, people will say, just wait, wait a day. The weather will change. You know, but when you start to see the leaves and the green grass and the snow starts to melt and, you know, you start to get those 60s, those 70s, those 80s. And then, you know, the spring turns into the summer and, you know, school's out, the beach and, you know, you know, you're at the park, you're at the lake, you're at the cookout, the barbecues. I'm looking at that tree now and it's full of this beautiful green life and I can no longer see through it. And that's the thing I think is so clear in death. You can see right through things. But now that this leaf is full, it has life. There's there's a story to look through. There's all these leaves to look through, all these branches to look through. And we see the life come back. Then then the, the best part, not only does the summer come to a, a height, you know, so now you got the spring. Now you've got the summer and now you've got the fall. You get what the tree was named for an autumn blaze maple. And this is why for me, relationships are so key where you get to see what it is. It was named for. You get to see what it is that, that makes it so wonderful and beautiful and amazing. But you don't get that if you don't plant it and take care of it. Well, you got to plant it in the right place. We have to do that. I had to do that. You got to get instruction on how to do that. You can't just plant it any way you want and expect it to grow that way. So I, as the parent, had to plant it the right way. And I can't pick it up and keep moving it. I've got to know well enough at the time where it's going to be planted or ask for the help. Like that's that's what I'm really trying to get at here with these relationships if you don't know where to plant it, you got to ask for help because as that thing starts growing and it starts leaning, we had to find some some uh, wire to, to frame it up. And once we saw that it was starting to lean in a certain direction, we're like, we got to clip that wire off so they can grow up the right way and be strong and healthy. So, yes, in 2021 or any year. I hope that your relationships were, were amazing and beautiful, you know, and I hope that they were rooted in the right things. You know, uh, if, if you talk to anybody that studies energy and chakras, it's that root chakra. And it is uh, uh, what's funny is your <laughs> any deep Kung Fu martial artist will explain that if your stance is weak, you're not rooted. The legs are the extension of what we're doing in our core and our root chakra is almost at the very bottom, like the tailbone. And then you move up. It's the uh, uh, sacral chakra. Um, and then you, you just like keep moving up. And the, all these chakras represent something and they're amazing and beautiful, you know. But the key is like, how are you rooted, you know? And, and then are you going to keep plugging it up and putting it down some other place? So 
I hope that 2020 and 2021 were very vivid. I hope that when all the leaves fell off the tree, you got to see right through it to see exactly what was was left. You know, I think that's what's most important. Like what was left? What did we get to see? You know, what what was hanging on the branches still? What was the shape? You know, and, and can you see through to your neighbor's house now? You can see what they're doing, what time they leave for work and all this stuff. But relationships are so key and monumental where, let me just say it, we're not rooted the, the, the way we should be. We don't have the relationships that we should. If every relationship and every uh, uh, generation is less financially stable less emotionally stable, less happy, um, the ki- less healthy in general. If we're just doing worse and worse each generation, then, I mean, pardon my French, but damn your expectations, damn your morals. You're not investing well. Um, the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> I mean, if you've got a championship team, like, let me go NFL real quick. If you're a Steelers fan, you can celebrate every year knowing that you rooted and were based in something so great that when I say terrible towel or NFL Super Bowl uh, uh, championships, you can stand up and wave and say, we got this. We got, what, seven of these things? They're so hard to get. You've got to be so uh, 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 well-established that you can weather so many storms as a football team. That's what I'm saying. Once it, once it, the, the train comes off the tracks as a football team, you don't get back. Somebody can knock you off so quick. It's not like a fight with one person where, oh, they caught me with this, they caught me with that, and do the Rocky Balboa thing, and then you have this montage, and then you bounce back and then destroy the guy. Like in a football game, you just get destroyed, or you have to make a historic comeback like God, Tom Brady did with the Patriots and my uh, Falcons. So these relationships are exposing us, you all. We didn't do well. Like we didn't. I'm saying in general as a whole, and I'm saying this so that we can do better. Take all the stuff you learned and do better. That's all I'm saying. Just do better. I don't care what church you go to. I don't care how you pray. I don't care what God you pray to. I don't care what you think a husband or a wife should do. I don't care what role you think your kids should have. I don't care how much money you think you should have. I don't care what it is you have as an expectation. Just do better. Find out how to make whatever it is you think you are better and do that. I I started to sit down and realize that I myself am carrying the expectations of so many people. And that's why it's a struggle to get some things done because I got to help this person. I got to help that person. I got to do this because of this. I got to do that because of that. And in the end, it's just like, I don't like this. So why would I put this on my daughter or son or wife or best friend or mom or dad or sisters? Like, why would I put that on them if I care about you? If I can see 
that this pathway is not working, why would I tell you to buy season tickets to a Falcons game, to a Browns game, to a Dolphins game, to a Titans game? If you're a Boston Celtics fan, you've got 11, was it like 11 championships to be happy about? If you're a Lakers fan, you got maybe like 11 championships to be happy about. Um, If you're a Miami Heat fan, you've got two championships to be happy about. You know, if you're a Bulls fan, you've got six championships to be happy about. The Cleveland Cavaliers have a championship to be happy about. When you've got that multiple success and it keeps happening, I'm not talking about the money and the cap and what they can afford. I'm just saying in general. When you keep seeing the success, it might be time to pay attention. Maybe what we're doing is not for us, you know? So, yeah, relationships for me are are the biggest part. Business is, in, in, in essence, financial relationships. And how can you have a better business if you don't have better relationships? Somebody's got to negotiate and get to the bottom of things and help people understand. You don't do that through just numbers. You don't do that through just talent. You've got to create a relationship. The wealth part, same thing. Uh, Sometimes it does take a little bit of isolation to get that wealth. What works for your neighbor might not be for you. So if you didn't get what you wanted in 2020 or or you're looking for it in 2021, it's just my sincere prayer that you isolate and find out what it is that you need to put in your equation to help you to be successful. Um, and, and, and this is like scary talk. Have you ever been let go or fired from a job? I know like when the market was up and down, being let go from a job can be some of the most depressing thing for you when you prayed for that job. <laughs> you prayed for that job. Now you're being let go from that job. What are you supposed to do with yourself after that? Or like, you know, I've, I've seen people get let go or fired from a job. Like, I don't even know what to say to those people. It's like you got to even just start over being fired. Man. Let go is one thing, but fired like when you're on disciplinary and you've done something so bad, like HR wise, or you just won't show up to work or whatever it is that you get fired. It's like. Good Lord. <laughs> um, so that wealth and financial piece, the riches, I'm going to start my own business or I'm going to quit my job or I'm going to go back to school or I'm going to finally link up to the thing that I really believe will make me a, a, a valuable entrepreneur, a valuable employee or a key part of this team. Doing that is like so essential. You know, please have something that motivates you. Please have something that lights a fire in you every day. And I'm saying this because a lot of people do not. They do by the book so well that their dreams and hopes and desires are actually molded and blended. It's a synthetic blend of everybody else's stuff. It has them in no way mixed in there. When you were a kid, all you wanted to do was build toys or build a, 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 a bike or a skateboard or whatever it is that was something that wasn't out at that time. 
And you completely let that go to make cabinets for a high retailer at Ikea. You completely let that go to be um, a dermatologist. You know, and I'm not saying quit your job and, and go broke and go hungry. What I am saying is please find just something that inspires you and that you love. And as time goes on, if you can transition into that thing, do it wisely, do it smartly, you know, do be smart about it. Not smartly. Keep your foot on the main vein that's giving you the money and whatnot. But if you get that strong urge and that strong feeling and everything is pushing you out the door, then you go out the door. But don't just do a silly jump. If you're strongly pulled, you're probably being strongly pulled for a reason to maybe leave that job. The thing you're looking for might line up for you the second you walk out. But you have to be called and pushed to do that. I'm not saying just be mad and quit your job. Many of us have felt that. Who, who in America hasn't felt that? But what I am saying is, please have that fire lit. I don't care what it is. If it's playing dominoes, if it's playing chess, you want to play the queen's gambit? <laughs> you want to run? Like, like that's what I learned is so essential. And not just business, but also in relationships. You've got to be yourself. When people can look and see you're being yourself, the, the trust, the depth, and, and the perspective is so key and powerful in that moment because you're like, wow, this is who they really are. I didn't know you liked Star Wars. I didn't know that, I don't know, you do research on the Mayan temple. I didn't know that you've been to the Vatican you don't know. You ask not because you, you have not because you ask not. <laughs> and a lot of people don't ever ask to be greater, ask to be better. They don't ask to open. They don't ask themselves. Hey, self, can we go back to just, I don't know, something stupid. I just want to buy a transformer and put it on my desk. I remember I couldn't have it as a kid, but I'm going to buy that now. I can afford it. I could afford 80 of them. I could buy my kids 80 of them. I just want one. I never had one. You know what? The chemical that they use for these toys is very expensive. It's not very cost efficient and could be harmful in, in some arenas. I know a better way to make this toy. Maybe I should give them a call, see if maybe they want to sit down and maybe have some lunch about, you know, maybe bringing me on their team. The toy gets your wheels going and you get to finding yourself a new and better job. So this is what I'm saying. Like, please be inspired and have that fire. Like, don't sit at home on Netflix all day. <laughs> don't sit at home watching TV all day, but please find that fire. I don't care how much you nerd out or whatever it is you want to do. Please be fired up about something and love something. And if you can't get outside and do it right now because it's cold, because of coronavirus, you love salsa dancing, and, you know, you can't do it because of social distancing or, you know, the doors are closed. Just keep watching it. Keep playing it. Play it for five, ten minutes a day. Whatever that thing is you like to do that you can't do right now. Just spend some time with it. And then on the health piece, um, I got to be short about this because this would be um, a whole nother podcast. Um, I mean this specifically for white and black people, um, especially in America. Um, we've gone too far. Okay. We've gone too far. 
We've now made it a culture to fill our bodies with horrible things. We've now made it a culture to fill our system with all these toxic things. And it's so bad that now we're finally understanding that fasting is allowing our bodies to catch up to everything we've thrown it into. Like you can't walk into the cage with a UFC champion and expect to fight and win them and and beat them and then do that again five minutes later and do that again five minutes later. That's what you're doing to your system and your stomach, What all the stuff we eat. Like we're bad. And black people, I'm sorry, Chris Rock said it best. How are you going to have a funeral and, 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 and sing and cry and snot cry and then you lose Big Mama and then serve the same food that gave her diabetes where we had to chop off her foot or chop off her legs? She went blind from diabetes. She died from heart failure, cardiac. She had a triple bypass. Like, why are you serving the same food that killed them? Hey, moderation, moderation. And I see this like white people, black people, please understand, like I'm blasting you both at the same time right now. White people, all that beer, all that pork, all that salt, all that extreme living that you. Hey, I get it. You got the insurance. You've got the savings. You've got the money. You've got all this stuff like stop it. Y'all like I'm watching I'm watching how hard y'all work to get these babies up. And when I see these couples struggling and paying 10, 20, 30, 40 thousand dollars to 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 have a child. I don't know how healthy they are, but I can tell you one thing. It all starts somewhere and we've got to be able to eat better in our families like you can't eat that way every night. Black families, too. You can't eat that way every night. We should be able. We should be able to run around and play with our kids. We should be able to run around and play with them at the park. I know everybody's not going to be like me. You don't have to be like me. I might be jealous of you. And and things that you do. So it's not about being like one another. Let's just be better and let's just be healthy. Can, Can I leave it at that? Not everything we're eating and desiring is treating us well. Not everything that we're eating and desiring is is good for us. And like I I do, I did a podcast on my probiotic. I thanked uh, Lynn Hake, um, the young lady, my good friend that introduced me to uh, to Integral Flourish team um, about, what was this, four, five years ago now? Um. You got to something's got to clean you out. If you're not eating regular portions of fruits and veggies and you're not having fermented food in your stomach, you, you got to have something to clean you out. Whiskey ain't going to do it. Beer and tequila ain't going to do it. Um, You got to have your got to have your system clean. Something's got to give. So <laughs> that's why I tag my. Uh, my probiotic in every post now, because I want people to always know they have access to my probiotic and share it. That's why I say, please like love and share all these messages. I'm not, I'm not accountable for anybody that's hurt and damaged and doing worse the next year, because I want you to do better. I want you to have better. I want you to live mass, have the greatest life, have the best life. 
You want a six pack? Great. You don't? Don't. But please be in, in good enough shape and healthy enough to be able to have some fun. I hate seeing this 600 pound life show. I don't ever want to see anybody like that. That's so depressing for me. I, like women like to watch TLC and watch all these shows. It just about puts me in tears and in rage every time because I'm like, not for one day would I ever want to live like that. And I know their family say something to them, but then you have people enabling it and letting them eat whatever they want and just lock themselves up in this cage of 600 pounds. Being over 300 pounds is a lot. If you're not in the NFL moving that around or a power lifter moving that around or in the NBA as a seven footer moving that around, that's hard on you. Come on, your bones, your tissues, all of that. That's hard on you. I don't want that for you. So, yeah, these New Year's resolutions, they mean something to you. They mean something to me. I want you to succeed. I want you to do better. I want you to be blessed. So let's go out and get it. All right, you all. I love you all. Hope you love me back. Please love, like, and share all these messages. I want you to have a great and powerful new year in spite of all the things that we've had to go through. I want something to be better for you, anything to be better for you. And I want that health, wealth, and prosperity, those relationships. I want that to be better for you as well. All right. Peace and love. I love you all. Hope you love me back. I'll see you soon.